Struggling Well podcast is a conversation between Jimmy and Susie Callum. Jimmy and Susie are co-founders of the ministry Tandem Spirituality, whose purpose is to support the church through cultivating healthy relationships in order to impact the kingdom of God. To learn more, visit tandemspirituality.com. Well, we're going to have a conversation, um, which we do every single day anyway, but we're going to let people in on this conversation by doing it for the podcast that we've chosen to title Struggling Well. And the part of the, the big reason for that is because we think that's what most people's lives are. Um, Jesus said it in John 16, 33, in this world, you will have trouble. Not if, but you will. And there's the rub, because even though as believers, we know it's in the word. I, I know for myself, I don't like the word struggle. I don't, I want life to be pretty seamless. And when you say struggle well, that feels almost like an oxymoron to me. Like, how do you mean I'm going to struggle well? I just don't want to struggle. So can we do a podcast on no struggling, 10 steps to struggle free life? Can well, we, we try could, that? We could do that. I'm not sure anybody would listen to it because they'd say it's not true. No, they might. And then we could write a book and then do a, a seminar and it'd be amazing. It would be. Yeah. All those 10 people that would come. Yeah. We'll, we'll st- stick with struggling well. Um, you've had this thought for a long time about emotions during the course of the day mm-hmm. being a blending of what joy and sorrow all the time mingled mingled together yeah and it's it's true i think about even this last week for us um a good friend um gets diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. um another friend's marriage is coming to an end in the midst of that um somebody finds a job who was looking for a job and, and there's all these things that all wrap into a single day. And it, it, it's hard sometimes in my mind to process that. And at the end of the day to find hope. And, and not only processing it, but as a believer, um, it feels like there's two roads. There's like a parallel road. There's the road of my life where the struggling occurs. Then there's what I know to be true of scripture and what Jesus calls us to, what the Father speaks of, what the Holy Spirit does inside of us. And that it, it, there are times when they don't intersect or I feel like they're far apart from each other. And so I know that the struggle is real and we've lived long enough, you and I have, right. that we've faced a lot of struggle. But the struggling well part feels... Um, foreign to do that together in light of, you know, I read the Psalms and David is struggling like crazy and he calls out to God and sometimes he rails at God or rails at a situation because he's struggling, not so well. And then, you know, then he goes off to say, God, you're my refuge and my strength. And so like, how did, there seems to be like this big gap between struggling and well, struggling well. Yeah, and I and I think it's it's wrapped up for me. It's wrapped up in where where do you find your hope? Yeah. Um, if you're going to find your hope in um, this world turning around, if you're going to find your hope in the next election, if you're going to find your hope in anything in this world, um, I think you're going to be sorely disappointed. So the well piece for me is continuing to point my face towards Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to, to, to point towards him as the one who who knows better than I do and everything I, I want inside of me is wrapped up in pursuing him. Yeah. There's, um, I've been thinking a lot about struggle well, and I've been thinking about um, why we get so surprised 
when difficulty comes. And I feel like the question that most of us ask most of the time is, why, God, are you letting this happen? Right. And so there's that that funky place. And yet I look in Scripture, and I think that's consistent with other characters within Scripture. But it's it always makes me feel uneasy that I'm asking that question um, because I think, am I asking the right question? Or is there a better question I should ask in the middle of struggle? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a natural question, but I don't know that it's the best question. Yeah. Um, I think the I think it's better to say, okay, God, what are, what are you trying to teach me? What is it that needs to be refined in me? Because so many times when those things happen, I mean, struggle comes from different locations, and it, it certainly comes from living in this fallen world. And when something doesn't work in this fallen world, um, the, the why question is a natural one, but it's all beyond my control. I can't control what's out there. And therein lies the issue. Well, sure. Because we want control. We all do. And, and when we realize that I think the more we can realize that we're not, there's so many things that we're not in control of that. Um, then I have to turn to either my own devices, which will come up short, or I look to Christ and we're back to the part of, of looking to him as how I struggle. Well, the, the place in scripture that probably gives me the most comfort is when Jesus was in the garden and here he is fully man fully God, knows what's ahead. Uh, and in his human humanness, he says, you know, is there another way? Yeah. And and that's, I think, another place where oftentimes I feel guilty saying, Lord, I don't like the way you've done this. Surely there's another way. And if you would just, you know, seek my advice, I could give you a better path. But when Jesus is agonizing in the garden like that and saying, if this cup could pass, that that place right there is what connects me to Jesus' humanity, but also connects me to that place of obedience out of incredible, absolute, can't even describe love that he had for the Father and for what he had been called to do. And, and add to that his love for us, because I think that's perseverance. Again, it's not the dictionary definition, but to me, perseverance is when I'm at that place where he was in the garden, when all of life was re reaching toward this climax, he thought of others more than he thought of himself. Yeah. So he, he looked, um, Hebrews says he looked through the cross and beyond the cross to what was on the other side. And he, as much as he w w he said, if there's another way, let's let it be that way. He ultimately goes, no, I, I am here for a reason. And it's other centered. Mm -hmm. And he goes through the agony of the cross and everything else. But you know where the rub comes again, because you know I'm always looking for where the rub comes, yes. is, okay, so he's on the, he has to suffer the cross. And so when I look at struggling, I mean, yeah, he struggled in the garden. I, I just said that, and I love it, and I take great comfort from it. But between the garden and his death, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of agony, a lot of, um, and, and when I look at that for myself or the people that I love, I think I don't want them to experience that. Is there not a way that we can get from obedience to, you know, resurrection without having to go through all of that? Because it, it's scary. And, you know, I think a lot of times when, as you and I meet with Christian young men and women and people of all ilk, is that struggle of um, they're terrified of that in-between place. And, yeah. I, and I get it. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, I don't think you can 
find the ultimate hope that scripture talks about by disconnecting eternity from our life here. Yeah. We're not, we are not going to get everything that we're promised here on this earth. It will not happen until eternity in the new heaven and the new earth. And God makes everything new again. Um, and that's hard to wrestle with, but I've got to keep those anchor points of my faith in the midst of the struggle that I go through. And I believe even though I look for the rough places, I believe that um, according to his word, that between the garden and resurrection is where he gives us um, everything that we need to survive. I mean, faith is not just um, hope in the unseen. It is that, but faith is something so intangible, but it gives us the ability to go day by day by day through the difficult stuff. He gives us courage. He gives us he shows us mercy. Um, he, the Spirit teaches us on how to navigate these times. And so I think what you and I hope to do is to be able to be honest and walk through these um, difficult, sometimes dark nights of the soul and, and encourage people along the way. And we hope you'll join us again for more of this conversation that we're going to have on Struggling Well. Thanks for joining us. To learn more about the Struggling Well podcast, visit tandemspirituality.com.